Welcome to That Game Show, the awkward, inappropriate, random podcast that occasionally talks about games. What's up, everybody? Welcome to That Game Show. I am your host, Chase Bunker, joined, of course, most of the time, is Kyle Helmstetter. Whether or not he's truly here mentally is another question. Yeah, you didn't think of that, huh? You didn't think I was going to throw well, you under the well, bus. I am, I am 100% here, right here, right now. A thousand percent, even one would say ten thousand percent. That's a lot of numbers. That is a lot of numbers. I'm surprised that you can count that high. Uh, Thank you all very much for listening. If you like what you hear on this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps out the show greatly. Um, We're kind of doing a quick episode, and this is all just about the PlayStation Showcase. So if you've missed the showcase, uh, put this on pause, go watch it. And then you can come back and so you can kind of, you know, be up to date on the conversation. We were going to do this immediately on the Wednesday it was going to be announced. But Kyle, of course, works as he saves lives. So he had to be selfish. He's like, I got to go save people's lives. And it was working. Yeah. And I, if you, if some of you know, I work in news. And if you just like have any type of semblance of like you know awareness in the political landscape you know what it is i'm not going to mention it here because if you don't know i guess good for you for staying out of the political sphere so first off the playstation showcase it displayed a lot of games some of it exclusives some of it was not exclusives but it was the first major gaming announcement that came through post redfall debacle so I guess let's start off, Kyle. What stood out to you the most? What did you like? Like, tell me what your thoughts on this. Good, good announcement. First of all, um, I know with the whole E three being canceled, game announcements as a whole, they get a little bit, a little bit slippery here, you know. But honestly, PlayStation, I thought they did good. The the Spider Man two uh, gameplay showcase. I loved it. Metal Gear Solid getting that remake. Okay. Yeah. That's that's pretty mint. I'm not going to lie to you there. Um, The whole... So, you know, feel free to correct me here, but the Steam V... Or the Steam uh, handheld kind of translating here into that Sony... Steam Deck. Mm -hmm. Getting translated here into that Project Q... I wouldn't say it's like that. What's funny is that I think we had an episode where we kind of thanked, you know, the Vita for its sacrifice, and then all, call it, all of a sudden this comes out. Yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily like a Steam Deck. It's a streaming device. That's what it looks like. And okay. it, it was like, okay. oh, you could do remote play over Wi-Fi, and it's like, okay, like, with We've the DualSense seen, controllers. With the DualSense controllers, which, by the way, like, I've seen the some of the controls where it's like you have to slam the control downward, which, by the way, if you're listening on an audio medium, this my motion does nothing for you. But, like, if you're watching this on YouTube, by the way, like, comment, subscribe. I don't know. I feel like you have to say that in all YouTube videos nowadays. Like, you yeah. just see, like, you have to do this, which I, I have to bet has to be really awkward when you're holding that. It seems not pleasant, personally, but, like, Maybe that's actually super hot. I mean, you're thinking to yourself, oh boy, God, I couldn't. Uh, You know, we had three minutes, maybe four. We had such a streak going. It was good. I was so proud of you that we went. Three you're episodes. like my mom, dude. You're like my mom. She's only gonna be she's only gonna be like impressed for like maybe three episodes. And then after that, it's so you're telling me that like our views are just your mom mostly listening, but then all of a sudden, like after the third episode, Probably. we're just gonna start tanking from here. Well, she was expecting me to swear by now, so Oh, okay. I would I would have said so, but I will say this, by the way, before we get back to your point because I think past listeners might know this as well. It's like every other episode, I have to do it some kind of It was every. It was every. It was every. You're right. I it wasn't much credit. every other. It was every. So the fact that you went three episodes without even dropping an F-bomb, 
I feel like is impressive. So I guess kudos to you. You did it. You, you, you know, the streaks had to end at some point. Yeah. But congratulations, you made it three days. Anyway. Congratulations to you. Anyway, uh, Assassin's Creed. I'm not a big Assassin's Creed fan. Are you Assassin's Creed? <sighs> I mean, I've recently become more of an Assassin's Creed fan. Like, I've played Odyssey. Like, I absolutely love Odyssey. Mm, um, I do. I do. Valhalla, I thought, was good, but it was Loved also... It. I thought Valhalla was good. It was also, like, unnecessarily long. Where it was just like, I was in like over 100 hours. I'm like, I don't know if I'm close to beating this. Like, I don't know how much farther I have. I just felt like it was, it padded on for the sake of padding on. Like, it, you could have cut like so much out of it. And I think it would have been enjoyable rather than a slog. Um, but I yeah. still enjoyed it. Uh, like, nonetheless, I prefer Odyssey. Like, I thought Odyssey was just great through and through. Like, it's... I'm waiting for the numbers that it's going to be like, actually, Odyssey was technically longer or some stuff. And I'm just like, oh, well, I guess I'm a hypocrite. But I felt like I wasn't grinding as much with Odyssey as I was with Valhalla. I feel like we're going to see a return to the more basic level of Assassin's Creed mm -hmm. with, uh, with Mirage than we will like Valhalla, Black Flag, things like that. A little bit, a little bit more to baseline you know yeah um alan wake too yeah that's october that's october november october. i think it was yeah october, october. 17th. like that is that is the game that i am most excited about like i loved first off like i love control i loved uh because of control i played alan wake and discovered like a true love for that game and um, it's one of the few games that I'm willing to play that has spiders in it, uh, just because I loved the series so much. It was an uh, American Nightmare, but the fact that we're now getting the sequel after over ten years, it, I just it made me so happy to see it, and I'm so excited. Um, and I feel like also as I'm watching you just eat ice cream, I feel like you were just like, hey. I know he's excited about Alan Wake. I'm gonna no. just mention it just so I can take a whole bunch of bites of ice cream. No, no, I knew I knew you were gonna you were gonna be excited. So I'm like, this is a great time for me to go ahead and just indulge in my own excitement, which was ice cream. What kind of ice um, cream flavor is that? Uh this is um the Hershey brownie batter. Ooh. Mm, it's very tasty. It's like uh it's kind of actually like getting a PlayStation showcase. In the middle of the week. <laughs> Very tasty. What a what a great endorsement. You should just yeah. do if we ever we get sponsorships, I feel like oh. I, I I dread the day that we get it because I don't know how it's gonna be. It's going to be a beautiful mess. I would I would love the day to get an endorsement from PlayStation because I would single handedly do nothing for their sales. Like it would neither <laughs> go up nor down. Maybe they get a meme out of it and they say, "Well, we came out even. Maybe a little bit up, actually." But what a it, pitch! You know, what a great salesman you are. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not gonna be a liar. I'm gonna be like eh, straight up honest with you. Like you're, you're gonna be like, listen, as a wingman, I'm not gonna sell you this this my friend as a uh, you know he's not a sex prodigy but like will he satisfy you will he you know will he i'm gonna make sure of that but like <laughs> will you go out thinking this was fireworks uh maybe it depends on your level you know you're gonna make like <laughs> So much. I feel, like I feel like you're a little bit not agreeing with me right now. I, I was, I had the beautiful image of, oh, I want to pick this clip and I'm going to send this to PlayStation. <laughs> and then you said what you said afterward. I'm like, well, there that goes. You can, you can exclude that part. You can include something later if you want. Anyway, we also have Final Fantasy 16. That By the way, its... hold on, hold on. I don't want right, to talk about right, ice listen, cream. I'm trying to. My bad. 
Chase Bunker. Redfall is what happens when you yourself with dynamite. My gosh. Kyle Helmstetter. You're proud of that one, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, kind of. This is that game show. By the way, speaking of ice cream, I got to try. So Bluebell's going to release this new ice cream. I don't. Depending on when this comes out, I don't know if they released it yet. Dr. Pepper Float. Oh, you told us about this in the group chat. It sounds so good. But it at the same was. time, I'm like, ooh, I don't know about this. Okay, so I was I was I was hesitant. Like I was like, okay, like, how is this gonna be? Because like, is it truly gonna cap yeah, no, it a hundred percent captures. Does like, it really? It does. Like, it legitimately <sighs> tasted like I was having Dr. Pepper with ice cream. Like it wasn't like the artificial like root beer flavor. No, like this was straight up like Dr. Pepper in ice cream. And all I could think of was right. uh, our friend Matt, who has been on Bunker's Burning Hot Take the Sports podcast a few times, who absolutely loves Dr. Pepper. Hey, he really does. He is going to just demolish that gallon. When you said that, I was like, this is really less an announcement for people, and, and it's an announcement for Matt. It really was. Like, it seemed like it. it it's, I've, I've slowly been like eating more and more ice cream. Like If I see a unique flavor and I just try it, that and Oreos. By mm -hmm. the way, blackout cake Oreos, oof. Mint. Dude, that, okay, that's the second time you said mint now. Is that like the new thing now? Is that the thing that kids say? I don't know what makes you think I'm a kid, but, like, I really do like ice cream. That was no help to me at all. I'm not a kid. I'm, like, 27. Thank you for talking with your mouth full while we do a podcast. Well, I'm sorry. Am I a kid now? May okay, yeah, that was mint. You're, uh, you're no swag. Is that what kids... That what I, kids I thought you were just going to call me a boomer. At this point, uh, I'll call you worse than a boomer, but I can't swear anymore because I've already gone over my two limit. Yes, that's that's exactly it. Other notable things that there was announced: uh, Final Fantasy 16 got a new trailer. I'm so excited for Final Fantasy 16. Like, I'm not. <laughs> it's not an insult. I'm just not excited. honest i'm just not excited it's like it's cool it's all right but i'm like i'm not excited just cool just i'm just happy i'm just like oh hey i'm really excited about this game you're just like i mean good for you i'm not yeah like good for you no it's just like round of applause though it's awesome yeah i hope you have uh, a i hope you have a pint of ice cream all right. To celebrate. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, they showed anyway. They showed more of Final Fantasy 16. They showed more of Street Fighter 6. They also showed more of. Like, this is a game that I'm kind of excited about, and I think it could be kind of a sleeper hit. Was Immortals of Avium, like it's this mage style shooter that I thought looked really cool. Like I remember watching the trailer, and like I remember hearing Gina Torres's voice. I'm like, oh, I know that. That because I just I'm binging suits right now, so I'm like, all right, great, I know who this is, and it immediately hooked me in. And then I see like it's this mage style shooter. Okay, so it's like, all right, I got Jessica Pearson, and I got like random mage pew pewing. Okay, I get behind this. Let's see. That's they, pretty fun. They all. Kind of yeah. I mean, listen, I, I'm gonna say this. Uh... I don't know how many listen, I'm not a big proponent of Street Fighter like video games. Mm -hmm. Uh I haven't really played them any. By the way, did you mean to say I, I do proponent? Have to say, though. What? Did you mean to say proponent? That's what I said. No, you said proponent. That's that's not what I said. Anyway, continue. If this was recorded, you'd know that I said proponent. You didn't say proponent, and it is recorded. So it's not only it's not recorded, but I also didn't say that. Now you've got me like wondering if I actually did record this because that's happened to me before. 
Are you recording it? I am recording it. All right. Well, I didn't say proponent. Okay. Excellent. Anyway, you're not a proponent of Street Fighter because I'm not proponent of Street Fighter. You're correct. Um, <laughs> I do think uh, so. Story mode. This is the big teaser for this. Was kind of more driven on the story mode of aspect of this. Have we seen that before for Street Fighter? I'm the wrong person to ask because Good. I haven't played Street Fighter since Street Fighter 2. So I'm not too sure about that. Mm. Uh, I feel like all fighting games have had like these quote unquote story modes. Hmm. I don't know like how elaborate they are. I mean, like Mortal Kombat kind of had one, but Mortal Kombat. Oh, I loved the Mortal Kombat story mode back when they introduced that. Yeah, I played that. It was like it was like this vague character that wasn't part of the series. Um, this was oh my goodness, this was Mortal Kombat. Um, ah, PlayStation Two. Earth uh, Realm. Was that Deadly oh. Alliance? Or wait, were you actually talking about the single player game, Shaolin Monks? No, it was a well, it was kind of multiplayer, but it wasn't I think it was explicitly like single player. Like you could play couch co op, so you know, take that as you will, but it might have been Shaolin Monks. I think that was Armageddon, actually. It may have been Shallow Monks. You you may be right. It may have been Shallow Monks. It may have also been Armageddon. Because, like, Shallow Monks remember. was more of, like, the... Sing like, why say single player? Like, it had a story mode, and it wasn't, like, the fighting game. It was more of an action game. Whereas Armageddon was still, like, the fighting game, but it was also, like, a buttload of characters. Mm, I have to remember. I have to go back and look at my PS2 collection, honestly. Either way... This may be Street Fighter's first story mode in a while, if not ever. So that was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. thought that was fun. Uh, we got, um, what did we get? The uh, the Talos Principle. Talos Principle 2, yeah. Which I was yeah. surprised. Like I wasn't sure that the Talos Principle got enough to warrant a sequel like it's still it's a good game like don't get me wrong i'm not saying it was a bad game or anything i just didn't know that it sold enough to make a second one well the game was teased back in 2020 back in 2021 around that time was it really um i believe it was i'm pretty sure it was like 2021 ish mm -hmm. but it got the tease and the details were like not really there the game was like kind of up in the air this mm. was the first time i saw like some like concrete information that we're we're kind of getting it yeah um so that's really exciting i think that's a what that's all platforms that's pc I think that's playstation going to be all 5 platforms. and i that that's the funny thing is that like this was a the playstation showcase and a lot of these are going to be multi-platform, but it was just the yeah. fact that like this is under the PlayStation umbrella. Like, hey, by the way, we're going to get all these games and also some other places, but we're going to be getting these games as well. And I feel like it was just like, for me, and I guess this will kind of like segue and we'll talk about this before we go back into some of the other games. Um, like we'll talk more about Spider-Man and other surprises. Like they had to just like be just remotely good. I feel like, in my opinion, in order to just, like, surplant or surpass, like, Xbox. Like, I don't even know if I surpass is technically the right word because they were already ahead. But it was just the fact that, like, this was PlayStation. This was good publicity. It wasn't, hey, we're talking about another failed first-party game and our console is now in the positive light again. Before it was, oh, before when we talked about PlayStation 5s, it was, I can't get one. And now it's becoming more accessible. People are trying the games, and now it's hey, look at how great we are. Great patience for them, though. Honestly, like fantastic awareness of like, hey, listen, a lot of people don't have the console. Let's kind of push the brakes, wait. They will get one. Now let's drop the games. And well, I mean, wow, what timing! Yeah, I think also part of that's on the companies as well because God of War Ragnarok was a God of War Ragnarok and Horizon uh, Forbidden West were all go both going to be PlayStation Five exclusives 
but then after the uh, debacle with the uh, chip shortage, that caused you know the PlayStations to be you know not as mass produced as they would like it to be. They became more scarce. Uh, they essentially became like this luxury item where it's like as soon as you got one, you were just automatically a better person. It's like, hey, I'm a better person than you are because I have a PlayStation 5. And now that it's becoming more accessible, they can just go, all right, we can kind of focus more on these things now. Are you saying you're better than me? Yes. Chase Bunker. Shorts are weird. And it's really weird to like make them, but they are fun because it's like you get like the bumpers, but it's in like the own... Like, in a short form. I guess that's why they call them shorts. Kyle Helmstetter. I wish I had something to say to that just outstandingly intelligent comment, but I don't. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Thank you for your contribution. This is That Game Show. In other news, uh, we had uh, Foam Stars. We have our Splatoon kind of knockoff what do you what do you think of that foam stars i'm trying to think i've been like sitting on the name like just like a name that kind of makes fun of it where it's like foam stars and splatoon like i thought of like soap tune uh splafoam they're not creative but i thought it was definitely something interesting it was definitely like the cutesy play style my thing is is that from square enix and yes. Square Enix right now, I just don't trust as a company. So, yeah, no, I mean, you're right on that part, 100%. It is a PlayStation exclusive. So, at worst, it bombs. Well, we didn't port it, so that's great. Uh, at best, it blows up, and we have ourselves a gem on our hands. Smart call. I, in my opinion, from PlayStation, right? Like, I, yeah, like it, it definitely has the appeal of if you like Splatoon and you want uh, to play it on a console that actually knows how to do online play, then you'll like Foam Stars. And I think it definitely has like some unique elements as well. And so I'm excited about it. I thought it was like, I mean, I suppose yeah. you were seeing like you were building your terrain to go up and just take out people. And I thought that was just kind of clever, like that you'll get that in Splatoon. You just have, you know, just parts where you're a kid, and then you're a squid, and then you're a kid, and then you're a squid. Seems familiar, if only halfway. Yeah, just, just a little bit. Just what, a little bit. Yeah. By the way, I was kind of surprised by this. Were you kind of taken aback by the fact that there's a Dragon's Dogma too? Dude, all right, listen. I remember back in college, my roommate and I played Dragon's Dogma one and i was like it's a good game it was an enjoyable game i like i thought we would get a sequel this was this was i mean we're in 2023 now mm -hmm. this was probably back in 2018 i played this and i was like oh yeah we'll get a sequel uh we never got one i'm like oh yeah i just i thought it was just it was on the wayside this i honestly when i saw it i was like wait a freaking minute thank you you're telling yeah i told you two cursors i thought to myself are you serious we're actually getting dragon's dogma 2 by the way dragon's dogma, dragon's dogma um 2012 is when it came out dude that i have insane. a feeling like it wow. i know you were in college and i also know you were in college in 2012 and I just have a feeling it's like, oh, you do the same thing that I do sometimes when it's like, oh, wait a minute. It was only a few years ago. Nah. Nah. Well, I played it. I was in college in 2018. So, like, when I went to the That's GameStop true. or I went to, at that time, it wasn't GameStop. I actually went to a local store. It was like a. Guys, am I allowed to say it? Yeah, you can say the name. It was like a. Uh, it's like a power store, I think they called it. Okay. Uh, they had like Xbox, PlayStation games on sale for stuff like that. Uh, my roommate and I bought Dragon's Dogma. We bought Baldur's Gate One, out of all of them, especially because two was out at the time. But mm -hmm. we bought those two on a package deal for like ten bucks, and we played Dragon's Dogma. And I was like, this is enjoyable. You know, you, is there a sequel? And he's like, nah, I don't think so. And I'm like, all right, well. That was fun. Good game. Enjoyed it. I, and I saw the trailer for this one. I'm like, what? 
The mother of what? I I just kind of associated like I saw I never played the game. I watched the animated series. And it just kind of left me with more questions than answers. I was just like, what the heck did I just watch? And that's all I could think about is just that. It's like, oh, they're making a sequel to this game. All right. I mean, cool, I guess. Play the game. I I, I recommend it. It was a good game. Okay. I enjoyed it. I mean, the amount of monsters we got in that trailer was kind of kind of good mm-hmm. i mean all things i mean let's let's pretend the dragon didn't exist the monsters were all good outside of the i mean the giant dragon that we you know mm-hmm. kind of dragon dogma but like well i mean if the dragons dogma, if the dragons didn't exist it would just be dogma too which would well, sound like that, the sequel to the kevin space uh the kevin smith movie not the kevin spacey movie oof that's completely different i would, I would say it's a sequel to like like the that pets game pets uh pets 2 pet maybe it's pets maybe it's a pet sequel it's like the game where you you take a a golden retriever dogma dogma like you know like uh i don't know if i should censor that i i think it's i think it's okay it's it's a it's an appropriate context all right do we also have new marathon by Bungie? So like that caught me, me off guard. Hit me with this. All right, listen. You're not a big. You're not a big Halo fan, right? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and be like I'm the biggest Halo fan around. Like I've played the games. Like I enjoy them, but like they, I don't own all the Halos. So like, what I'm was the last them. Halo you played? Fully. Like. I, I play like I played the beta for Infinite. And okay. So, okay, so here's the funny story. This is gonna get into like a little bit of a side tangent. So forgive Uh-oh. me for this. Oh, oh boy. So I was in for about one episode. It was going to be an esports podcast. And so when I applied for this podcast, I was going to get paid money and I was going to do I was going to host an esports podcast. The goal was when I applied I was going to be talking about a lot of the esports leagues. So I was going to be talking about you know League of Legends, Counter-Strike, and this guy was very very focused on Halo. And I said, "Okay, I mean, there's other more established leagues right now that we can be a part of. Like, I know I could tell you about Call of Duty League. I could tell you about Overwatch League and all these others. And he's like, all right, I want you to be big on Halo. And I said, okay. And I was I was playing Halo Infinite for a bit, you know, having fun. I was enjoying it. Of course, as I'm laughing at, like, the, the state of Halo esports is not as good. And... I just also remember, like, he would send me this topic sheet that was about three pages long. And he said, I want to do this. I don't talk about all these. And I go, okay, how long do you want this show to be? I want it to be 30 minutes. And I said, you're not even going to get through half of page one. Sure enough. And he's like, oh, no, we'll get through this. I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. And sure enough, we didn't even like get through. I think we just got a quarter of the page done. It was, it was a bit of a mess. So every time I hear Halo, I think of the show that I almost that almost was, and like, hey, just let me know when you want to record. And then he just doesn't text me at that point. I may have just also been fired. So you didn't get paid, huh? I got paid once. Thank you for scraping your ice cream into the microphone. I feel like this episode is more, hey, I want to eat this ice cream right now. I'm just going to say things that are just going to, like, get Chase off on a tangent. That if Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I will eat this ice cream with you not on tangent. The tangents make it easier to eat the ice cream. Uh... But unfortunately, I'm allowed out, so... Oh, I could tell. I know you're More out because I'm hearing you scrape the bottom of the carton. 
Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. Yeah. So, Norwich Engines. Don't do that. Um, so, yeah, we got... So, new marathon, Bungie. Yes. Your experience with Bungie sounds... I have weird memories with Bungie, I guess you could say. Well, I mean, technically, like, Halo, the last two Halos weren't even Bungie. It was 343. So, like, if anything, it would be more recent would be Destiny. So, I don't even know why I wanted this tangent. That was completely useless tangent you threw me on. You're 100% right, actually. Now that you say that, you're right. Yeah. Why did I ask you about Halo? They're not even part of it anymore. Nope. All right. What do you think about Halo 3? I, I mean, I enjoyed Halo 3. Like, I... I think in terms of multiplayer, I felt like that was the best. Um, it brought Eek. up, like, I had a lot of great memories playing Halo 3 with my friend Chelsea. Beautiful memories, honestly. Yes. Um, what do you think about the PvP on it? Like, the, the multiplayer? I think, that, I mean, I it, I wanted to make the hot take that that's when multiplayer peaked for Halo. Uh, but I never really got a chance to do it with, like, all the others post three so i can't necessarily be a gauge for it but i still thought it was great uh i i I know you're trying to sing like seamlessly maneuver this into a marathon but i felt like to just to talk about the game now i thought it was something that was kind of surprised that we got that announcement because i thought if anything they were just going to do a whole another ip and they said well we're going to do another entry into marathon and so, like, a lot of the 90s gamers are really, or the 90s PC gamers, I should say, are really hyped about this. And I, I was just surprised that they Bungie's just working on another game that's not Destiny. I'm stoked. The only qualm I have is that this game follows PvP, not single player. Mm-hmm. Not to say that Bungie was like this phenomenal single player game developer, because like let's be real, Destiny is not single player at all. No. And even Halo is not single player when they were in charge of it. But I'm a little suspect because when I see games that are fully PvP. I feel like it's almost a shortcut to be like, and we don't really care about really anything as franchise outside of the money making part of it. Mm-hmm. That's fair. A little bit, a little bit worried, but but I think it will be Bungie's been, if nothing else, serviceable. So yes, I'm at the very least. I have moderate hopes. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Um. By the way, uh, another game that I'm speaking of PvP that looks really interesting. Uh, Fair Games. I don't know. Yeah. If you, like that one has seemed like a very like PvP payday in a way, and it's from Jade Raymond, who is known for yeah. you know Assassin's Creed, and like she's has a good history with video games, and so. I'm really curious to see how this eventually unfolds because we did, we got a lot of like, you know, it was a trailer, but we didn't see any gameplay. So I'm curious to see what we can get away with it, but it it did pique my interest. No gameplay, no Xbox announcement. This is what PlayStation PC exclusive mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. So no release date. So I'm a little curious as well. Um that was the first that was the first game. That was the first right? one, yeah. That was the first one they showed. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. Yeah, no, um, I was a big fan of it. Yeah, there, I mean, there, there's a lot of cool things that they showed. Uh, Plucky Squire, we saw another trailer, which I think is just absolutely adorable. Uh, Phantom Blade Zero, I won't lie, that looks legit. Like, I saw that, like, ooh, I could get behind this. A good mix, a lot of good things. I love the mix of old, new, a lot of RPG elements. Mm-hmm super interested i think they called it a semi open world so we don't have to worry about it being open open world but we also don't have to get the confusion of oh my god it's open world and they don't let me do things well Mm -hmm. it's semi so like you're kind of constricted but like no release date no release anything like that yet no so just a trailer but i loved it too i thought it was i was happy about it very awesome um 
And then Ghost Runner 2, which I'm, I'm happy Ghost that they made a second one. I still, I have the first one. I haven't played it yet. It's in my backlog. I'm excited about that. They, they showed a lot. They showed stuff for VR. I don't care about VR as much. Um, they they showed oh, they did. showed a whole bunch of others. I, I feel like we could talk for hours on what they showed. And it could possibly, it could be boring as hell to listen to. I've got I, I, one I, last thing. I've okay. got one last thing well, before here, we here, Here's what I'll say. Give me... And maybe this might tie in. Give me your top two games. Oh, top two? Oh, yes. boy. I was going to ask you a question. I'm like, how do you feel about Free Fazbear's getting another injury? Um, yeah, all right, that's well, a thing. Good for, I guess good for them. <laughs> good for them. Uh, top two games. Okay. Top two, um, top two games. Oh, all right, boy. So, all right. You I'll, start. You give, start. Give, me your, give me your one. Okay. Uh, number one is Alan Wake. It's been my most anticipated game of the year. I am absolutely ex- I, I'm a big Alan Wake fan. What's funny is it cured my writing my writer's block during the pandemic, and it I started writing. Uh, it's not published, but I at least got the flow of writing it, and, and I absolutely loved it. I love how they're taking it, how they're just kind of making it a more survival horror. Um, I am going to try to figure out a way that I, there's a possibility that they say no. So I'm not going to get my hopes up. I want to get a member of the team on because I'm excited about it. And I love their work. I love Remedy's work. I thought Control was great. I love Quantum Break. I love Alan Wake. So hopefully this one's coming out. Uh, hopefully this will be great. Um, Cat Quest. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it does look adorable. Uh, I don't, don't. You, you effed with me there. Yeah, Cat Quest looks hyped. adorable. I was no, the uh, the second one is uh, Spider-Man 2. This was the other one that I've been looking Shocker. forward to. Uh, Spider-Man 2, I thought with the this release, they showed that they showed Peter Parker with the Venom symbiote. Like, you see the attitude change. You see the suits both evolve. I thought you saw... I like the unique but also similar mechanics in a way like miles was more electric based while um, Peter was more venom based. And then you also saw like how they're soaring with like their little web wings instead of just like zipping around. I thought that was really cool. Uh, Craven, the hunter I thought looked great. Um, of course, lizard. I'm really excited for both of these games to come out this year. Um, I don't know if either of them will win game of the year just because it seems like Tears of the Kingdom is just already going to do that. But like I know how people, Zelda Benson are getting excited about Tears of the Kingdom. I've been getting excited about these two games. And so like this holiday season, like I'm going to be spending a lot of money. It might be the rare I spend full price on both of these. Not the Listen, I will say this. Uh, PlayStation really did good, in my opinion. They, they really hit... Big, big market stuff. They also went great in the small direction. Dragon's Dogma 2, for me, I love it. Um, getting that final, getting that title so long after kind of gives you that, like, I've gone back and played that game. And getting that new title in 2023, 2024, mm-hmm. 2025, it's like, ooh, I'm I'm getting it. Like, yeah. I, I, I almost have to play this to see what it's really like in modern era. Yeah. Even though I played it in kind of modern era, at this is new. Yeah. Like this is, this is at the time. This is new now. Yes. Very tempted. Um, I've never been a Metal Gear Solid 3 or rather Metal Gear Solid kind of person, but Metal Gear Solid 3 has piqued my interest. I'm kind of tempted to play it. Very tempted, actually. Mm-hmm. Kind of want to give it a shot, and if I like the franchise, I kind of want to go back and play the the pre- predecessors. Really, yeah. So See what this is big. So here's the thing with Metal Gear Solid Three is that uh, I never played it either, and a lot of my friends who played it absolutely love it, and they'll call it like they they'll say it's their it's the best Metal Gear Solid game. Period. Uh, uh, and it's apparently the first in the story. Like that's what they say. So. You can't start off with that game. I, I that was another one. I did. I feel like we didn't talk about that enough. Was the fact that like we got a small tidbit of it, but it was enough for us to go, "Holy crap!" Like we got mm-hmm. the reveal. Like mm-hmm. no matter what, and we'll talk about grades in a little bit. 
Like, this was the one that would have people talking of, holy crap. Like, in these reveals, you have to have at least one holy crap moment. And it was the Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater remake. I, I agree. I It really draws me in. It really gets me interested. And as someone who's not a fan of the series in the first place, it makes me want to play that. And then if it's good, I mean, I'm the kind of person who, who can ignore graphics and go back and play all of them. Yes. So, like, that's that's how I feel like a series should be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, that, and it's... I know that the thing with older games is just the controls. Like, that's always, like, kind of the more difficult oh, part. But, yeah, like, graphically, like, I don't care as much. Like, I'm more of a gameplay over graphics type of person. So, I'm I'm with you 100%. All right. So, I don't want to grade it on an A, B, C, D, F, uh, F curve or anything. I will ask Good. you this. On a scale of dog crap to holy crap, I want you to rate this playstation mm. showcase i give him a b the thing that i didn't want to do you you're just gonna just do it anyway um listen all right, all right. i will exponentiate if you'd like mm-hmm. i mean you just gotta and you know ask nicely throw a please maybe some sprinkles on top i'll do it you want me to do it Oh, I thought you were just going to do it regardless. No, no, it was it was a real question. It was okay. Rhetorical. Yes, you can right. you can expound upon it. Okay, exponentiate. Expound. Uh, no, it's not. That. Anyway, um, I give it a B, and that's not because it was average or it lacked something. To me, it had everything I would have wanted but nothing i wanted it had everything in the terms of like okay there were these awesome teasers like we we get this spider-man 2 gameplay showcase we get this metal gear solid introduction we get these cool of a lot of vr games i love vr but i'm not going to count it toward my stuff assassin's creed alan wake we get a lot of these things that kind of pop out at us like wow this is this is pretty cool to me it lacks like a a boom kind of in your face like holy i cannot believe they just did that Mm -hmm. but with the introduction of dragon's dogma with the introduction of the final fantasy 16 which isn't as unexpected as dragon's dogma with the introduction of new marathon though you know these kind of titles make me think, dang, I didn't see some of these coming. Some of these I could care less about, some a little more about, some of them like, okay, it doesn't seem that long for. Some of them, though, it's like, wow, I seriously didn't expect this. And I'm actually really happy you did this. Thus, it's a B for me. Am I going to go out and buy this on opening day or pre-order this on opening day? No, I'm not. Am I going to keep an eye on this, though, see how the reviews do, and then buy it immediately after? Probably, yeah. Thus, B for me. You know what I'm saying? I would say I'm more of the scale of a borderline, oh, wow, to holy crap. Like, that's where I'm at because, again, as I mentioned before, I really love Alan Wake 2. We saw that. Um, Marvel uh, Spider-Man 2, we got more of that. Final Fantasy 16, we got more of that. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Remake. Like, just those four alone would immediately just sell, like, anything else. Like... You, you could have just ended it there. Like, there was no need to put out anything else. Uh, I think there's a few games that are going to pique my interest. Uh, Metal Gear... Uh, excuse me. Assassin's Creed Mirage, I'm curious about. Again, like, I'm just getting into the Assassin's Creed franchise, so it could be good. Like, it, and I'm curious to see how they take this direction. Fair Games is interesting because I'm a big Payday fan. Like, we used to do a lot of Payday content. Well, I... Let me rephrase that. I did one or two videos with Payday. Um... 
There you go. Yeah. Uh, Plucky Spa uh, Plucky Squire, I still think is just an adorable game, so I'm excited about that. Uh, Phantom Blade Zero, I saw that, and I thought, oh, wow, that looks really good. Um, and, of course, there, we got some little bits here and there, and so I can't really say much in terms of that. But it was just those four that I mentioned before, I felt like just it put it over the top. Like, if this was a Nintendo Direct, we would have gotten nothing but, like, farming simulators. Like, at least with this, like, we got a wide array of content. We did. For everybody. We did. And, it's tr and that's true. I'm curious how some of it plays out. Because, listen, I will be honest. In today's era of games being teased with the teaser trailers and all these things... I'm so hesitant to just jump on the train of like, oh my god, this is amazing, when I haven't seen this game in execution. How many games lately have come out where I thought they'd be amazing and they were glitchy and unplayable in their original content because they were not well prepared? That's what keeps me from putting it at an immediate A because no title leaps out at me as like a <laughs> But... It's various per person, so like it's not a set. Oh, it's a B unanimously. Mm -hmm. And I understand your hesitation. I mean, especially since we just did a whole episode on Redfall and that being an utter disappointment, and how Bethesda games, when they come out, are more often glitchy. But I do think with Insomniac and their history, you can kind of trust that that's going to be good. Um, with Alan Wake. I mean, I would say you could trust Remedy, but they also did the single player for X-Fire, or X-Crossfire, and that didn't really go well. So, but everything else, like, their track record is still good. I feel like with these, you still have to go off of the gameplay. Like, this is, you can look at these, and they could just suck down the road. But, I mean, in terms of the wow factor, in terms of the stuff getting excited, hell, if we judged it based off, like, bad games like in their scores like all of e3s would technically be garbage at this point That's just true. because like they announced a lot of games they also announced a lot of crap like i remember them trying to hype up the fight club game nobody was buying that from day one and so i think with these you have to judge it based on how happy did it make you how like what was your reaction during all of it and uh, I think back to when we watched the Game Awards last year and they showed off the Alan Wake 2 trailer. Like, I was legit screaming. Like, I was already happy because of Eclipse with Quantic Dream because I like Quantic Dream games. But then to follow it up with Alan Wake and just being so absolutely excited about this. Like, and that's what I got with this. It was, I wasn't expecting anything from Alan Wake, but I got it and it just made me absolutely happy. And I think that's what you ha that's what I kind of graded these types of showcases on. Very fair. This is the beautiful part about showcases. What you like will determine if you like the showcase. And in this case, yes. I'm not mad about the showcase. I'm just like, to me, I'm not. But to some people, like you said, the Alan Wake alone could be like a monumental step mm -hmm. for like what you thought of that showcase. So. Therefore, like, there's no wrong answer. I don't think, like, you're wrong if you thought, eh, this was underwhelming. But you're also not wrong if you thought this was freaking awesome. And you're like, dude, this is the bomb. This PlayStation year is going to be sick. Because, mm -hmm. like, we didn't get teased more Grand Theft Auto, so that's good. No, that'll be on the next console. Next console is when we'll get the other iteration of Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, goodness. All right. Can't wait for the drivable boats. Yes. Um, real quick, final thoughts before we wrap up this episode. It makes me want to buy a PlayStation for one. I'll be straight honest with you. Um, overall, though, good showcase. I was happy, mm -hmm. if nothing else. Um, loved the throwbacks to the older games that they did. I love the VR inclusions. I am a huge, huge, huge fan of VR games. So the fact that they paid attention to that and they went through and they did these showcases for VR games. Uh, Beat Saber 2, uh, all right, fine. Like that annoys me because I got to buy Beat Saber 2 now. 
But like, do the the attention of the VR games? Was it Beat it. Saber two or was it just Beat Saber for the VR two? Beat I think Saber it was just, for the VR two. Yeah, I think it was just Beat Saber. So I think you're just fine there. Maybe. I hope so. I could be mistaken. I would love to not have to buy it twice. I would love that. Yeah. Um, but the, but Resident Evil for the VR. I mean, always have seen it. Now I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see a sale pop up for one by the other. I Synapse love that they're not good. Oh, it. I love they're not letting it die. That's the thing. Yes. Don't let the VR die. Do mm-hmm. keep it alive. Keep on pushing it. It's fun. You don't need everyone to have it. Just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. I love that personally as yes. a as a fan. Huge fan. B plus for me. Uh, Sony does a very good job of incorporating their VR games, and I think it's kind of frustrating because, like, there's some games that I want to play, and it's like, ah, crap, um, it's VR, and I, I can't, I don't have a Sony VR, so I can't play it. Like, uh, The Room has a VR game that I want to play, uh, Astrobot Rescue, I want to play, but I can't, and so, and of course, I saw Synapse, like, oh, this looks legit, and then it's like, oh, VR, it's like, oh, you... It's like I have to shell out more money. So, uh, yeah. Overall, I absolutely loved it. I thought they they hit the mark on this, and I think it's a good tease. I think we're gonna hopefully we'll see more come Summer Games Fest uh, coming up in the summer. Um, so we'll see on that. And we'll definitely be doing a lot more of these events or these episodes when we see more reveals, especially when Summer Games Fest comes out. We might just have to do like one giant episode or a bunch of mini episodes. I don't know, but luckily we have time to work that out. Anyway, uh, thank you all very much for listening. If you like what you hear today, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps out the show greatly. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments down below. Leave a like and even subscribe if you want so you can stay up to date on when our content comes out and even our shorts as well. Uh, all the music you heard on today's episode is courtesy of the band Power Glove. For music, tour dates, and merch, go to powerglovebandcom You can follow me on Twitter at Chase Bunker. You can follow Kyle on Twitter at Scandinavian underscore sensations. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all in the next episode. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out more episodes on iTunes and on our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash that game show. And follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash that game show.